Good evening, and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 95th. I am Jamie, and as always, on Sunday night at 8pm, I wait for them to join. I'm joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Hello, MPV Graham. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Wonderful. Even more exciting for reasons we'll get into shortly. And we're also joined by <laughs> Millie Man Ian, freshly back from uh, some sort of football game. Hello, yes. I am a little bit tipsy, but I'll try and get through this. <laughs> who, who isn't, eh? Who isn't? And speaking of tipsy, ladies man, ladies' favourite, Daniel. Ladies' man. <laughs> Lady boy, Daniel. Hello. Oh, see, so smooth, Lady smooth. Boy, done it again. You're going to have to mix it up next week, though, Daniel. I feel like I we're, uh, we need some in- reinvention. I'll uh, have uh, of, something in my lap. Speaking of reinvention, just Scottish Graf Ross. Hello. Hey. How are you? Oh, very good. Good, good. I'm glad we've got the full crew back once again on this wonderful Sunday night at 8 p.m. Ish. Thank you very much, everybody. Ish. Um, thanks, Ian. Just a little bit tipsy, is it? <laughs> I was swallowing my drink. I was like, quickly, say it. Uh, all right. Well, let's, let, enough of that nonsense. Let's get into some news, shall we? Let's and Ross, I feel like let's you're going to have to be the lead on this one because... Who, me? Well, reasons. <laughs> reasons uh, that no one... Cares. Cares. I like it. I like it. Wasted. I took my glasses off. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'll lead you in. Don't worry. I'll lead you in. So, CD, CD Project Red is working on a new cyberpunk sequel, uh, a new IP, as well as a new Witcher saga, supposedly, according to some um, uh, company's strategy update that took place recently on October the 4th. Um, they said they were revealed the team is indeed working on the sequel to Cyberpunk as well as a couple of other internal projects. Uh, one of those is the one we know about, the Witcher Saga, which is supposedly three games in six years. Is that right? Um, yes. And then you've got Project Orion, which is Cyberpunk 2077, which uh, they say it will prove the full power and potential of the Cyberpunk universe and is to be developed by CD Projekt Red themselves, as well as expanding with third IP, Project Hadar. Uh, which is developed 100% internally, IP incubation since 2021, and currently in the conceptual phase. And I like this little quote by a small strike team. Like they, it's really important. We got, we got a task force at hand to develop this new game. Um, so, Ross, I'm going to pass it over to you because um, you're obviously the biggest CD PR fan slash Witcher slash Cyberpunk person here. So, tell me, what does this news do for you, sir? So the one thing you missed one as well, Polaris is the new Witcher uh, game. Oh. Sorry, the fourth one. Um, no, it's just good to see that they've obviously taken the the bumps that they got for Cyberpunk. Um, obviously, they've turned it around because it's now, what was it, the most played game on Steam the week that the Modern Warfare beta came out. Um, so they've obviously done a fantastic job. So what happens when they bring it back in-house. So there's no sort of quality control done by... I can't remember the company that was doing it. Was, um, what the what are you on about the the, the upspuff version? Yeah, no. Remember uh, when the game first launched? Obviously, it was in a terrible um, disaster. Was it, like Sa- was it Saber? Was that right? I really hope it's not Saber because I'm playing one of their games this week and I've got nothing but good things to do about it. So <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> seem to be. They seem because they helped on Halo and they did a great work there. And then yeah, supposedly their help on things like this is not so good. But anyway, carry on. Um, so yeah, they brought everything back in house. Um, they are obviously working hard on what they're going to be doing for the last wee bit of The Witcher 3. I know they've still got one set of DLCs that they want to release for the next gens, which will be whatever they decide to do for this, which will probably be some sort of 4K 120, I think, or 4K locked 60. Um, and then onwards and upwards to a new Witcher saga. Um, everybody's sort of guessing that it'll be something to do with Ciri. Um The medallion that they showed was 
quite cat-like. So it could be going into the uh, school of the cat instead of the school of the wolf. A uh, new cyberpunk game. I don't know where they're going to go with that. Uh, I've not done cyberpunk yet, so I don't know how that ended on any sort of cliffhangers or anything. Um, well, I can probably interject in that. I think they did, yeah, because well, obviously there was like multiple endings, so it all depends. But I reckon, but I reckon rather than be a sequel, they might make a whole new character. They have to make something new, but in the same yeah. universe. Yeah, have it in the same universe. Yeah, same universe, um, yeah. and then curious to see what this sort of standalone. IP will be. Um, you, you would hope they would stick to what they were good at. Um, massive sprawling RPGs. They've sort of got the fantasy world with the Witcher covered. They've got the sci-fi world covered with Cyberpunk. So maybe something a bit more true to life. Farming um, sim. <laughs> um, but no, it's good to see what was a quite a small uh, developer. Um, now turning into a, a developer that can rock out three, four plus uh, massive AAA RPGs. And if, if correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't haven't they set up a new studio in uh, somewhere in North America just to work? They on done, them, yeah, they've done something to do as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so obviously they're spreading their wings out of Poland where they're based. Um, I forget. Mm. I'll, I'll try and find it in a second. But yeah, they've, they, I know I read that they set up a new studio in. I want to say LA, but that, that might not be right. Um, anyone else got any thoughts or opinions what they'd like to see from either a new Cyberpunk, Witcher, or indeed this new IP from CD Project Red? I don't know. I can't say their name. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I want to see. Yeah. yeah, I want to see more Cyberpunk. I, I love the, the game. It was brilliant. For me, I was lucky that I didn't. I only had maybe one or two bugs, and that was from launch. Um, but yeah, I think that universe was brilliant and they could do so much more to it. And I feel like they want to do more, which is probably why they're doing the same game rather than doing it as DLC. Because it's such yeah. a huge universe and such, I guess because it's brand new, they can make so much lore up that will actually be pretty damn good. And it's a good chance to sort of reset the opinion in it rather than add to a game that's already got like a bit of a shitty opinion. Now they can, well, we got a brand new one and we fixed all the problems you said you complained about. You know, uh, hopefully, anyway. But, you know, and it's also Boston it. was where they placed us. Boston, thank you, sir. Uh, Graham, what, what are you about to say? You, you seem to have uh, some interest yeah, in this as well. No, as I said, a new cyberpunk kind of adventure would be awesome because, I mean, they, they kind of teased flying cars in it that you saw them and everything, but you never really got to experience anything like that. So, I mean, that, a different location, but... The whole the way that it's kind of set up, it's really quite easy to just use that as a template and sort of ramp it up from there. You can probably keep it flowing quite nicely, sort of GTA style like they do, and just pick new locations and just keep the adventure going like that. But new content like that, and yeah, obviously a new witch has been sort of longing for for a while, so any new content around that side can only be good. Yes, damn right. And Daniel, um, I know these are probably games are a little bit long for you, but any anything you you've got you wanna you wanna bring to the table? There's a one-hour game. One one game is probably long enough for Daniel. Right, so what? We're 17 minutes in. You've already shot fires. Five I mean, shots. I mean, I'll be honest. They're probably a bit long for me to be honest. But yeah. um, no, I. Uh, you know, they've got to. This has got to come out, and it's got to come out good. If I think if it comes out in the same state that Cyberpunk was, and you have the same fiasco. Um, then I think CD Projekt Red could be dead in the water. Um, so I need to I need to get on and play Cyberpunk. I think I'm on a, only in an hour, so I need to start again and 
Three games I was quite excited about Cyberpunk. Well, yeah, finishing. It's a pretty damn good <laughs> game. Like, I, I really like. I've, same thing. When I got through the first couple hours, like, oh, but then teams after that, I was like, all in on it. Yeah, I mean, seeing from what um, from launch, and then I, I turned it on God about a month or two ago. You could see like everything looked prettier. There was a lot more stuff on the screen. And I'm sitting there going, "Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing." Trying to remember all the controls as well. Um, so it is something I need to get back into. And Witcher, I mean, the Witcher's going to keep going as long as the Netflix series keeps going. I think that is going to bring in a whole new. Uh, a whole new group of people to play the Witcher series. <laughs> Long may it continue. Isn't the new season of Witcher out at some point soon? Uh, the spin-off is on the 25th of December and the next season is quarter, summer, isn't March, it? March of next year, I'm sure. Okay. So, yeah. so, and, that, and that's soon. the one with uh, everyone's favourite Henry Cavill, right? Yes. Why? Oh, Why? <laughs> I thought he I thought he's done his shift. I thought he, he was handing it over to someone else. Oh really? No. <laughs> don't don't might be this, Ross this that well. We haven't started. I might have read it wrong. That's very I've just read it that he, he, he wants to see his chisel's chest more and more. Chisel's <laughs> chest. Say that again without drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, uh, all right. I think we're uh, done with Cyberpunk and Witcher and all that stuff. So, yeah, hopefully they can get a decent launch this time, unlike the previous one, as we discussed many times, as everybody's discussed. Didn't quite. As, as long as they go all in on next on this current gen, not going like trying to make it for past gen owners, they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, by the time they get round to it, we'll probably be looking at the next next gen, not uh, <laughs> not this one. Yeah, that's on, probably so. true. Yeah, but, they, but if they're going to do that, they have to go all in on the new console rather than yeah. Yeah, they can't, they the can't split themselves across the two again because that obviously did not work last time. Uh, but speaking of companies splitting themselves across several generations and not quite hitting their mark, Halo, <laughs> Infinite. Away. Yes. Thanks We're much, not worthy. Uh, so there's many rumours out there, according to Windows Central and a YouTuber named Sean W and AECG's Jeremy Penter. Uh, both been discussed on social media. Uh, that according to their rumor mill, rumor mill um, the in- information about Halo switching to a new engine, Unreal, is certainly looking as though it could be true. Um, so there's been uh, Windows Central been doing some digging, and they they've got some tentative indication that the change to Unreal Engine could extend across the entire future of the franchise beyond the supposed battle royale thing that's been in the works a long time, named Tatanka. Um, so in theory, it could even spread to Halo Infinite and its multiplayer. So they, they're currently using the Slipspace engine, which they created for Halo Infinite, but it's supposedly been very difficult, according to people in the know. Um, so, yeah, we could move to Unreal, which obviously I think everyone and their dog uses Unreal pretty much. So do you think this could be a positive outcome for the future of Halo, Ian? I'm going to go to you because I want to see what you say. Uh could it? I don't know. That's the baby. That's to be honest. I, it's it's hit and miss, isn't it? Really? It's gonna it's gonna be. No, I don't it's, know. It's content it's that Halo's lacking, isn't it? It's not. Mm. It's not the fact that it's buggy or. But is it lacking and, that content because they can't work whatever, the slip well, space engine properly? I, I suppose maybe that could different. be. It's one of the things, like because, like I said, like for example, they obviously ditched the whole split screen cop thing. But then I still saw like an article where someone had to obviously managed to see the kind of change the game files and managed to make it work. And it's like, what? There must be a reason why. If this yeah. can obviously improve actual quality of life and gameplay and 
actually allowed to do the things they want to do, then yeah, it, I think if anything, it's a positive. That's the general gist of it, isn't it? Like, like you said, they, they dropped co-op. They they delayed four Jan co-op by like a year. They launched in not the best day. I mean, you know, obviously it was still a great game, but they could have done so much more. Whereas if they use Unreal, it's a lot more user-friendly, I think, in general, isn't it? But yeah, again, definitely. not that I make games, of course, but from considering how many people use it, it must be easy enough to use to make decent games. So, and I think, even as we said before, so even CD, CD Project, I can't fucking say their name, <laughs> are switching to Unreal for their next Witcher game from their own engine so it must be doing something right um exactly right. and that's the, if anything it's got to be a positive um you reality can you see it make it be a bad thing probably not if it's going to make their quality of life and the things they want to do then by all means it should be a positive and, and great do you do you think that i, I don't suppose you touched a multiplayer recently have you uh not for a long time not an alien no yeah so if they were to perhaps reinvent the entire of infinite with a new engine would you be tempted to check it out see if anything had changed might grab your attention like you said a bit more yeah why not i mean it's i always did enjoy um sort of the multiplayer side of it it's just having the right team to go with it's not something you can really sort of jump in by yourself and play teams with because you just lose interest too fast you have to play with other people and so yeah if everyone else is willing to go then yeah i'll be happy to jump in again I think that's why we all fell off it quite so quick because obviously when things like Halo 2 and 3 when me and you were playing a lot it was yeah. easy because we you know, we were younger we didn't have much now we've got no real time to spend hours a night playing Halo just we've got too many other things to do yeah. you know, too, too many other games to play and too many other responsibilities ah. yeah, that and getting pumped by people that just know the map inside and out just becomes exactly, less fun yeah. very quickly Yes, like we used to do back in the day. Now we're getting schooled by the same teenagers who've got yeah. all the time in the world. We're the ones being called cornbread. You cornbreads indeed. Uh, anyone else got anything to say on Halo? Possibly moving it on real? Should we move on? Move on. Cool. I like the silences. They're good for everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, hopefully Unreal will benefit Halo to a much better degree. And speaking of benefits to Xbox and things in, related to Xbox, Microsoft has laid out the benefits of Xbox Plus Activision Blizzard on a new website. That one wasn't quite so smooth, but we're going to go with it. Doing good job, your segues. Th- thanks very much. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, yeah, so they've launched the next one. <laughs> they've launched a new website, uh, which has got list, like I said, literally lists the benefits of Xbox Plus Activision Blizzard uh, for players, game creators, and the industry. I'm not going to read them because there's uh, no one wants to hear me read that much. But the gist of it is. For players, more choice, more games, more options, especially with Game Pass. Creators, more ways to get games in front of people, more money and better flexibility, they say. And for the industry, more competition, uh, more competition and greater competition, as well as emphasis on positive workplace culture, etc. etc. Has anyone had a look at the website? Anyone checked it out? Anyone got any opinions on what they list in here as the positives and why they necessarily haven't listed <laughs> the things they probably should do, including the negatives? I mean, they're not going to list any negatives, are they? Well, well no. no. But is there really any no. negatives? Let's face it. Only if you're a PlayStation user, would it be? Well, yeah, if you're, if you're a Sony shareholder, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only downside for pretty much everybody, or if you're Sony-based, and that's it. Yeah. it's uh, It got approved, didn't it, in uh, Brazil? Brazil. Um, but then over here in the UK, uh, is it they're going into round two of negotiation or talks about yeah. whether... This deal should go ahead. And PlayStation Boy went to 
Brussels, some right and saying, um, to try and appeal it further. Yeah, yeah, I think there's still. I mean, I must admit, I haven't really caught, kept up with it much lately because, as we said before, I'm getting kind of sick of it now. Just either do it or don't like. I don't need to hear the nitty gritty of big corporations with too much money going. Oh, but I want your money. No, I want your money. <laughs> not. Um, but I think it's good that they're sort of still trying to get out in front of it and be like, yeah, we're doing this for a good cause. We're not just doing this because we see green, not Xbox green, obviously, but they want to try and improve things, not just gobble them up and say, ha this is ours now. Fuck you. Um, so yeah, so hopefully they keep this positivity rolling and we get this poxy uh, merger over and done with sooner rather than later. Oh. It's taking too can, long now, isn't it? Yeah, well, you knew it was always going to be again. Business is going to business, as they say. Um, yeah, uh, I'll just read Phil Spencer's quick quote and then we'll move on. He says, uh, on the website, it says, Giving players choice and how they play their games makes gaming more accessible and leads to larger, more vibrant communities of players. Choice is equally important to developers. Developers benefit from having a diversity of distribution and business models for their games, and choice unlocks opportunities for innovation and enables the industry to grow. Again, a lot of PR stuff that says, We're doing good, promise, don't. Don't be mean to us. We're doing good stuff. I, I um, do love the little bit that they put in for benefits for the gaming industry. <laughs> Greater competition in traditional gaming. Where Sony and Nintendo will remain the biggest. <laughs> They're trying to butter them up. No, 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 are they? Honestly, you're still better than us. We're just yeah. going to take this. We're just going to have some the... more games. That's yeah. all. That's all. We just want a little bit more of this. You keep, you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. Look, looking forward to God of War. Did you um, hear on the on podcast Unlocked how they mentioned? I think it was last week that potentially. So uh, Microsoft has said you will get Call of Duty for the next three years, which Sony could potentially get or revitalize one of their old shooter franchises and bring it back to compete with um, COD if COD ever left PlayStation. Which one would they bring back though? Well, the, the, he reeled off a load, so there was like Killzone, um, Killzone Resistance, Killzone um, was good. Socom. Yeah, the, the, uh, oh, Socom. Yeah. I would be tempted to pick up Socom. I don't like. So they've so, got loads. So, Socom again. Socom, so like Rainbow. Yeah, kind of like Rainbow Six, wasn't it? Like hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it was a tactical shooter. Yeah. But instead of trying going, all right, we're going to compete. It's as we've said. It's this kind of no, no, you can't take this game don't make it exclusive even though go back a few years all we used to do is exclusivity 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 yeah. it's well, they, um they're doing it, exactly so the same childish. with final fantasy and uh what's that one forspoken and tons of fucking square enix stuff and even call of duty they got exclusive betas and maps and uh and, and early access yeah. and stuff and now they're like, oh, no, they're you, you no you it's, can't do it not like that Exactly, it's mental. We can do it, but can you do it? No, you can't do it. Only we can do that. I suppose we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens come. Well, the other side of December. Yeah. So hopefully, again, I mean, I don't see why that. As I said before, I don't see why they would have entered into this. They didn't think they could do it. So I'm sure it will go through. I'm sure it will end up being just fine. Everybody having a panic about nothing, and then we move on with our lives and worry about more important <laughs> things. Like uh, like Bray White returning to WWE. Anybody? No, 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 we'll get back into that later on. Um, let me on. in. Let me in, indeed. Uh, speaking of returns, Need for Speed ah. is back in a new uh, trailer, a new reveal, I should say, from EA. Need for Speed Unbound. I hate this. 
It brings stylized street racing to Xbox this December, very soon. They revealed it very, very close to uh, launch. So, Ian, I know you were um, a, a little bit perturbed by seeing un. Oh, found. Uh, yeah. see Ross has Ross has just made his feelings very, very it's well. It's such known. a sad. It's not un, un, <coughs> unbound, not underground. So, so I haven't watched this trailer because I'm not interested in the slightest. But does one of you want to just give us a lowdown on what is what this is all about and why you're not happy about it? Because I don't want a fucking cartoon Need for Speed. What do you yeah. want, sir? I want a Need for Speed that's the underground too. Realistic. But bit crazy print, at the same time. Fucking money. Not have fucking ASAP Rocky sitting on a fucking Mercedes thinking that's what we want to do in car racing games. <laughs> so, it's so fucking can idiots. You, can you enlighten this then? So obviously the trade is playing now if you're watching on YouTube, but is this actually like it looks here, like some sort of cell shaded racer, or is this just for the trailer effect? I, no, not... no. It's got this cartoon animated style with like so most of the game is real type idea but mm. then they have got aspects of the animated side tied in with in theory a, a different genre of game i'd be all for it but it's not what i want in need for speed no i agree that's the issue it's they've they've put it on the wrong game so do you think this would have been better suited as a new ip it's like something like what was it called blur back in the day that that had yeah watching this it looks very similar to that to me anyway Burnout, something like Burnout. Oh yeah, Burnout would have been better. That would have been perfect for it. Like you imagine, like the like the big crash sequences, and then you had like the animated style to go with it on the crash sequences. That would have been brilliant, but not on fucking uh, New for Speed. (laughs) The thing is, though, which is sad, is like eyes look so bad, but also I kind of still want to play it. Yeah, more more drive than I had. Like for example, Payback or was it Payback last month? I've got more of a chance. Oh, I want to play this one. Whereas, like, payback is like, mm, no. So, so, so this is from Criterion, right? If I'm reading this correctly. Yes. Yeah. So they were obviously, as you said, burnout creators. Um, also, they done the last several Need for Speeds. Is that right? Yeah. I've heard. Um, it's been that long since I've played a Need for Speed because I've been so. But I'm, I'm trying to think if if there's been any any of them that have been particularly well regarded since they've taken over obviously they know what they're doing with racing games but have they nailed need for speed so far and why would they nail this one perhaps i mean it does look like they're going back to more of their roots with the whole kind of street racing underground street mm-hmm. scene so it could be like a maybe like an anime version of underground but it's obviously how long as it plays well i'll be all for it so yeah you're just not impressed by this initial reveal I think I need more gameplay trailer. Like I need a proper gameplay where it shows off the actual how you're racing and the open world. Then I might yeah. be a bit more in love. I well, still want to go play it. But... We got less than two months until it's out. It's December second. It says here that it's out. Um, so we got not long to wait until to see whether it's actually any good or not. Who knows? Let's find out, shall we? In December. Um, Graham, Daniel, anything on this? I know Graham's probably <laughs> even less interested in this if we and revealed a new Splinter Cell, but. Daniel, I'm not. <laughs> Go imagine Need for Speed but self. <laughs> right, I'm in. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm in. Right, okay, right. So yeah, December second, uh, Need for Speed. What's it called Unbound? Very exciting, Unbound. obviously. Um, we'll see. We'll see whether these two change their tune in just under two months' time. Cool. Probably will. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Won't we, we'll find out. 
this next uh, one's a rough one. Uh, let's move on to the next... Well, this one down here. Should we do Dead Space? Everyone excited for Dead Space? I was. Woo! So, the new Dead Space remake, which is out in January, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, it's coming to Xbox, obviously. Going to be cheaper with Game Pass because of EA Play's bundled-in subscription. Mm-hmm. However, the base game is going to be the wonderful price that every game is now. $70. Very exciting. So everybody was giving shit to Last of Us Remake recently for, oh, you can't, it's only been nine years, you can't do this, it's not a full-price game. Uh, and now EA doing exactly the same thing with Dead Space. Um, I imagine the Scuttlebutt has been about the same, although I haven't actually checked. Uh, but again, with EA Play via Game Pass, you get 10% off, which brings it down to $62.99, which is still fucking ridiculous if you ask me. Um, but it does look very good. So anyone, Graham, Dead Space. I know you're you've been quiet for a while. I know you like a bit of Dead Space, surely the first one. Uh, I like the first one. I got so far with the first one. I didn't think I finished it. I completely damned it, but um, it was all right. <laughs> um, I didn't really touch the second or third, but um, yeah. I mean, if it's been revamped up for the new series S and X, it could be a nice one to get back into and try it again. Yeah. I know it looks I'm a hell of a lot yeah, I didn't hate oh, it. So, but yeah, would I'm would this price it, so. would sixty two ninety nine float your boat, or are you going to wait for a sale, or indeed for it to come to EA Play in about a year? No, I'll wait for the person that's more interested that I'm sharing to buy it. That I might get a taste. Of that <laughs> oh, you know me so well. That <laughs> sounds like so well. Dan's method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to yeah. keep. Yeah, I mean, more than me. <laughs> I would. Um, I would definitely. Buy, even though it's expensive, I've got no leg to stand on because, like I said, I bought the Last of Us remake at full price and a PlayStation just to play it. So I've got, I'll, I'll probably end up buying this if you know if we're not fortunate enough to get a review code, of course. But, um, yeah, yeah. I'm no problem really with it as long as it's up spuffed enough and is still just as good as the original. Dan Ross, Ian, anyone got any thoughts on paying probably quite an extortionate price, really, to be fair? I mean, I'll pay it. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm not happy about it. I'm a mug for paying it, but I'll pay it. <laughs> yeah. It, um, Likewise. It, it's a, it is an outrageous price, especially with, isn't Callisto Project out just before or just Yeah, now? it's out in December. Yeah, so are, are people going to, after Callisto Project, are they going to be going and then, well, you are, but will they <laughs> pay that money again? It, just, it, de- it depends, I suppose, isn't it? Because there's about two months between them and Callisto Project, even though it basically is Dead Space, but not. It also offers something slightly different. I was reading a preview in Edge today, which came out uh, a couple of days ago, and they, they were sort of going through the differences between them, even though, again, looking at it, it looks like Dead Space, but new setting. They've yeah. offered different combat and enemies and stuff, so it, it'll play ever so slightly differently to how this remake will play, which I think might be just about enough to warrant playing both of them within two yeah. months. But again, that's me. I'll, I'll play both of them regardless. Um, but I'm I'm a mug, as we've already discussed. So <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. But um, so obviously it's expensive. Remakes tend to be obviously in line with current pricing, even though a lot of people seem to think, oh, all you've done is press, you know, file, save as, up res. Um and this one, uh, Ian, you, you told me the other day, didn't you? You're supposed to be doing one shot the whole way through. Yeah. Which is yeah, that's what because... I was. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that as well. No, there's no cutscenes or anything. Well, there's cutscenes, but it's obviously yeah. meant to be. 
Much like yeah, God no of War, yeah, 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 the camera just follows and it just well, it is what it says on the tin one shot the entire way yeah. through. Same as God of War, yeah, um, which worked excellently there. So, this should be even better because obviously, the horror element they can use that to, I'm sure, get some good scares and, and surprises in as the camera pans around. Uh, what's the name, Isaac? And he shits his pants as the fucking face hugger jumps and <laughs> rips his head off again. Oh, <laughs> looking forward to it anyway. You love a bit of horror, Ian, didn't you? Yay. Mm-hmm. I still play it though. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm stuck for it. I fucking love the space universe. So well not three, but one and two we could. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into that debacle again. Uh but yeah, so we'll see. In come January, I mean they might listen to feedback, I doubt it, but they might re- reduce the price somewhat. But I think for your what you're getting, I don't think it's the end of the world to pay the current gen prices. As with other Same. games. Cool. So Let's move on, shall we? One last quick one I wanted to get into. Uh, Overwatch 2, I don't know if any of you guys have checked it out yet. It's obviously, it's been out for a couple of days now. It's free to play. Uh, and some cunts on the internet decided that they were going to ru- ruin it for everyone by DDoSing the attack, uh, DDoSing the, the servers, which meant that <clears throat> everybody trying to jump on had no chance to play. Uh, they also had a, was it a phone number requirement? So you had to put in a mobile phone so that you could, I, I haven't played it, I don't, I don't know how it works, but it was required. But then they'll remove that requirement. And our, our guy, Bubba, who's going to be reviewing it for us, he said that in the first four days, he managed to play one game because oh. of all the, the issues going on. Uh, they've, they've taken servers down uh, several times, I think, to try and amend issues and fix things. And the latest update, according to Windows Central, which was two days ago, says they've announced it. They're taking offline again on October 7th, which, again, was, was a couple of days ago. Uh, for an hour during this time, developers will complete server maintenance and implement fixes for Overwatch 2's ongoing issues. Um, so, uh, has anyone else checked? Uh, well, has anyone here actually played it yet? Probably I not. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, Daniel, tell me all about it. Wow. Uh, I, I, it's shite. I do not like <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it took me. F- uh, what did I have to play? It, um, you have to. You can specify a role when you're queuing. So I que- <clears throat> queued for healer. And that took me five minutes. Um, it gives you a, it will take X amount of time yeah. to jump in. That came across from the first one as well. That was quite a good wee system. Yeah. See, I don't remember it from playing Overwatch 1, but then I've, I haven't played Overwatch 1 in. They brought ages. it in. They brought it in. It was a new feature, wasn't it? Yeah. It was yeah. Quite late. yeah. I, remember, I don't um, remember that. But anyway, yeah. So jumped in. Um, could not remember how to do anything. It was the worst experience of my life playing as a healer. Um, yeah, so just I'm glad I'm not reviewing this. <laughs> yeah, so I, I haven't but played the first Overwatch, but I mean I've no interest in playing number two unless we all want to jump on one night and have a game together when the issues are fixed, perhaps. Um, yeah, but yeah, that would be game for. It, it still sucks that people have been waiting for this for ages. Obviously, they've taken Overwatch one offline, what well, as they released two, and then people are like, ah, fuck you, you can't play anymore. Um, <laughs> and it's been what five days at this point, and they're still having issues. Uh, so hopefully it's they can fix it for people. Stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely stupid. Yeah, the servers went down so many times, apparently. So. Just, I mean, online new online games tend to have issues, but this is obviously seems to be more of a targeted, like, fuck you kind of thing, rather than mm. just too many people trying to play it at once, uh, which there's no need for. Just be nice. Be nice to everybody. I keep saying this. Why is no yeah. one listening? Anyway. Play games. Chill out. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's all we got for the news this week, gentlemen. Unless anyone else has got anything they'd like to bring up? Nope. Cool. Good. 
let's uh move on then and ross i'm feeling i'm feeling the need it's your favorite part of the show oh plug away sir plug me so um insert coin xbox tavern <laughs> it's just dan crumbling in the corner um insert coin Xbox Tavern 22 for £5 off orders over £50. Uh, CG rocking an N7 beanie. That's the one. Wrong side, there we go. Um, and a oh, and another one. Of course. Of course. That, I was going to say, no, Dan's not rocking anything this week. Poor show, Daniel. Yeah, that's <laughs> not from bloody insert coin, though, is it? It's not. I, yeah, I had to sharp. grab a T-shirt <laughs> while it was dark. But... Um, I like my T-shirt. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm so glad you carried that round throughout all of EGX and then <laughs> stole it from me. I didn't I steal it back, my back. I had to go back the following day and win a size that actually fit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You got yeah. Yeah. Um, our Discord, uh, link in the show notes, uh, still doing our um, Guess the Games. Been a couple of ones recently that have been a wee bit uh, trickier. Um, who was it that got the... Uh, what game was it? Haven and one slide, I think it was. Haven, yeah, one slide and got Haven. I was like, Holy shit, that was impressive. Um, and another one was, well, I won't say today's one. You're giving all the answers away, <laughs> yeah. This was from like a few days ago. If you've not played a few days ago, tough shit. Um, also dropping in game of the years, we've got two channels dedicated for both of those topics. Um, so if you want to get your answers put up on the show for your game of the year, drop in our Discord. For that, the uh, socials run all on the bottom of the screen. You've got our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Only Dance, whatever it may be, um, all run all on the bottom of the screen. Written reviews, you can find them at xboxtavern.com. Jay will have a list of reviews that we've got going up this week later on in the show. You can find us on all your favourite podcast apps, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, whatever it may be for that. Um, if you could rate us five stars and leave us a wee comment, uh, it gives us more exposure, gets us any more people's ears, and gets us to grow a bigger and better community. And last, but by certainly no means least, Patreon. If you want to support us with your hard-earned cash, jump over to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. And as always, a special shout-out to our superstar supporter, Beth. Thank you very much for your ongoing you, support. Love you, Beth. Um, and I do believe Daniel's in the process of sorting out some sort of merch because with your subscription to Patreon after X amount of time, we will supply you with some Xbox Tavern merch. Yes, and I haven't forgotten to do it. And the slightest, Daniel. <laughs> but no, that is Daniel, your plugs for the, the week. Daniel, no, Daniel, I wasn't plugging Dan this week. That was when we were in London. As <laughs> G well and truly plugged for the show. Thank you very much. I feel I always feel much more satiated after a, a good plug-in by yourself. So, thank you, thank you. Right, let's move on then, shall we? And speaking of game of the year, as you mentioned there, when you drop your answers in the Discord or on Twitter when we ask it, feel free. But this week we're doing Xbox Game of the Year for 2019, which is very exciting mm. indeed. Because I mean, we'll get into that just very shortly. Dan, Ian, I can see Hello. from the list that we have handily pre-prepared that you've picked the same game. So would both of you like to tell us what your game of the year for 2019 on Xbox would be, please? Oh, well, do you want to do it on one, two, three, or do you just want to kind of um, see that you're wrong? Set the scene. I mean, you're on mute, aren't you? No. Set okay. the scene. Okay. So sort of it, let's let's set the scene. It's February. People feel there's no games coming out, and then all of a sudden, kapow! 
this online multiplayer shooter launches and drops, which is called the beautiful claim of Apex Legends. Yes. Before we get started on the game, how they done the drop for this was perfect. Oh, super. Yeah. It was that was one of, if not the best, launch to a game ever. Blood on the way, blah blah blah. Oh, and by the way, EA have a new battle royale free player system that's got X, Y, and Z. Oh, and by the way, did we tell you it's live? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> two was it? Ninja was streaming it, and a couple of others, and that was yeah. it. It was. It was go time. It was launched almost Just there and then. Straight in there, instant hype. Yes, it's one of those ones that's a game that's actually changed how other battle hours play. Oh yeah, wholeheartedly. Like the fact that they no battle wars had the ability to res and get cards for that, and then obviously now Fortnite has the same thing. Where you Even something as simple as the ping system. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You don't have to pick in a like easy ping. Yeah, like the like PUBG, which is the battle royale I play, I play the most of, never had a ping system. Then, no, it was all about oh, look at the map, the, the, the yeah. number, the Apex, the Apex comes in, boom. There's your loot drop. There's enemy drop. There's a supply cache drop. Whatever it may be. And it's just it's everybody just went, system the way they've done it. it yeah, from the and off, every from the as as Ian and Dan were saying, it has changed battle royales for the better because they had such an innovative system. Hundred percent. And then to tie it all in, it's in the Titanfall universe. Universe. Yeah, and it's got so much lore to it as well. They've added so much storylines and how the characters intertwine with each other. I, th I think just it, for that year, the way it launched, the way it played, just everything for me in that year was the best game for 2019. It's one of the games I played so much, like so many hours. Like I would just play. What should I do? I'll just play Apex, and there's nothing I want to play. Yeah, and you, we're talking about the ping system. You don't have to chat to your mate. All you've got to do is RB, ping it, and they can go get it. It's. I'm it so glad it. they brought in duos as well, because that's obviously having some nice, late nights with me and Jay. <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah. Gives yeah. you a reason not to invite Dan. Exactly. Well, <laughs> carry Dan. I was going to say, probably, probably late nights for Ian, because I fucking, why did I ask him to play with me? <laughs> <laughs> it was you dropping your... Um, your blooming uh, lifeline pod all the time, and you just hear Ian and go, Don't drop it now, don't drop it now, don't fucking God, I'll drop it when I want to, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's the good thing that just gets people to come up, oh, they're coming towards us now. Yeah. So, yeah, well so, while we're on the subject of it, favorite characters obviously, my personal favorite was Lifeline, Ian Caustic 100% with his jet black hair filled with cum. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Is that in the mine? Law? Was <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't by the Jay's laws. <laughs> mine, uh, mine was Lifeline, and then I started playing Caustic, and kind of understanding how to use his barrels was uh, was a game changer for me. Made by Caustics. Yeah. Ah. yeah, you're you're shit with Caustics. No, I, I am crap. Yeah, throw the barrel. <laughs> Where do you want me to throw it? Over there. What? <laughs> you can block um, the door of the barrel. Yes. Daniel, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> you taught me some things, but that's the first battle royale game I a thousand G'd and intentionally went to carry on playing with other characters so I could, um, yeah, complete it. And also, the funniest character for me is Mirage. I love Mirage, I think he's hilarious. I did initially start, start with Mirage because she's more of a stealth type character, isn't she? But I, uh, I was rubbish. Oh, no, who am I thinking of? Sorry, the girl that, with the portal. That's Wraith. That's Wraith. Sorry, I'm, I'm, see, that's how long since I've, <laughs> I've fucking played it. Um, yeah. Um, Ross, favorite character? Lifeline. 
Get away from my lifeline, you. Has to be. <laughs> She's mine. It's the so same crypto second because same as my siege character. I love playing as Doc, so lifeline pretty much same sort of character. Um, they basically make sure that Dan gets to the end of the map. And Gray, I know you didn't play it so much, but did you have a character you particularly liked playing? Uh, with? Yeah, it's the one that kind of looked like a cross between Yoshi Mitsu and Baron Samdi with like a a box and a flag on the back on his back. Oh, Gibraltar, the big black that one. No, no. Like a, kind of, like a ninja no. kind of one. Oh, Bloodhound. Could be Bloodhound, yeah. actually. I yeah, say, I think yeah it was Bloodhound. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah, you're doing the whole, oh. um, what do you call it? Come on, what is effect called where you can see everyone? See everyone. That's the one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's who Blood I Hound. played. Yeah. Not that I was any good at it, but that's who I tended to lean towards. Oh, so, steps round oh, and round. It's one of the games I actually got quite good at, so it was always fun when you get good at it again. I mean, now, now I try to play it. <laughs> so it's obviously your game of the year for 2019 yes do you still play it now uh, yes what three years later I still every now and then, every I still install my series X and S so both are installed yeah I do drop in every now and again but again I'm just it's, I'm bad now so um, everyone's much better and then also I haven't got a lot of all the new characters yet so but yeah I still play every now and again yes well, and what about yourself Daniel I haven't played it for a while because I'm so bad. You de you definitely need to put in the hours to uh, make sure you can you can hang with the big boys, and I can't do it anymore. You should play a proper battle royale like Fortnite. You know, you don't need any skill for that. Oh, I've been that's playing that's that's just, that's just it's filled with bots. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter how long it's been, I could always win. Um, cool. Well, thank you very much, Apex Legends. Great game. If you haven't played it, you definitely need to check it out. I really hope that at some point they do decide to implement actual titans whether it be in a new game mode or a, a sequel or spin-off or whatever you bet yeah now, i think that could be a nice like quirky mode maybe like they do like halloween and stuff yeah maybe one day maybe one day right let's move on to graham also yeah, before you move on oh, oh fuck my, it my special <laughs> honorable mentions honorable mentions oh i sorry i'm sorry I forgot about you. You, you you got me so excited about apex legend i just wanted to barrel through and carry on uh, tell me <laughs> ian you go first and daniel my honourable mention, I only have one this time because I want to take away one's time, and that's Control. Control was pretty damn good, and obviously it's from one of my favourite makers, so, and had a little bit of Anna Wake Law in it, so it made me happy as well. Nice, nice. Daniel? Uh, mine was Gears 5. I did enjoy yeah. Gears 5. I know, I'm sorry. I do enjoy Gears. I enjoyed 5. Um, horrible kind of... Uh, I hated her. I really hated her. Oh. I, I, I wasn't overly keen on her, but I think the choice... What's her name again, Jamie? The choice. Kate? Kate, Kate isn't it? Kate? Yeah. Kate. To make the, the choice near the end of the game, I I quite enjoyed make, not making the choice, but having that kind of, oh, who do I save? But yeah, Gears 5. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Good, All good choices. Um, She's such right, a Graham. whiny bitch, though. Isn't she? <laughs> Graham, let's get back to you. We'll be sitting on the fucking. Get ready to get wage. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> Until some benches again, maybe. So, Graham, what's your favourite game in 2019, please? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you're ready? <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> so, the game I picked wasn't sort of a massive groundbreaking game, but it was still a decent and it's from the list I've saw, it's a game that I played through and completed and that game was Greedfall. 
Steam is uh, once again another RPG. I think it's probably about ninety-five percent of mine have all been kind of RPGs, but it's just yeah, a really bizarre, interesting kind of storyline, kind of set kind of around sort of pirate-based kind of era, and um, this guy. Loves I understand he's the legate of the Congo group. <laughs> what if you did jump in with that piece? I was giving it as setting it up. But yeah, he tells everyone he's the legate of the congregate. Literally everyone he speaks to, he has to tell them exactly who he is. That bit doesn't get old. Uh, unfortunately, there is a few bits like that when you're fighting as well. The same kind of uh, words tend to come out like um, things are going to get dicey. You've got to love hearing that every time you get into a battle. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's got a bit, you can mix up your parties, so it's got a bit of um, kind of a Bioware vibe to it as well, where you can sort of mix and match your parties to get different feels. Just kind of the story of be careful as you sort of take over new lands, because the new land will kind of fight back. And it's kind of, yeah, trying to sort of protect the natives, kind of, yeah, natives of, against people trying to take it over and exploit it and and yeah it's just a really good kind of fun game the combat wasn't immensely hard it was different but um as uh, as far as sort of rpgs go they they were a lot worse but um this one sort of was one i reviewed and it sort of got my interest enough for me to sort of carry on and play it all the way through and even pick up the um dlc that came out for it which wasn't massively long but it did kind of uh, bridge a little bit of the story and extend it that little bit more, which I kind of enjoyed as well. And so that one sort of took my game of the year. And um, the only other honourable mention I had was uh, Groove. Now, that is, yeah, a game that really did sort of bring it back to the roots kind of it was almost like a reimagining of the the first one the very first hojo no if there's any kind of fans out there that first one was groundbreaking in its time the kind of the split screen adventure on aliens on earth and it was just immense fun but like my whole family enjoyed playing it but the yeah the updated version of it made it a way more accessible online play and local play again I think it was up to four players locally as well. Just yeah, they added, I was really... going to say they added more players and new characters as well, didn't they? Yeah, new characters in it. And yeah, a lot harder as well. But that just added to the, the kind of it. And yeah, it was awesome. It was a great to have that kind of game back and yeah, bring it to a new audience. Yeah, because so that, that, that is, um, as I think I sent you the link the other day, they're doing Tojo Manel back in the groove as the Epic Game Store free game this week i think it is or this month you said on the 11th or something yeah come um up. so yeah so if you haven't if, if you haven't played it fucking i'll definitely go check it out because it is all yeah definitely great a lot of good fun yeah uh cool so grateful and and then tojo and back in the groove two good choices i haven't touched grateful uh, but didn't people uh who is it spiders is that right i think so yeah when they you review uh someone reviewed was it you the recent games uh solstice ian it was you wasn't it yes reviewed their new game solstice um so yeah so they're still going that was not quite as good i don't think but didn't no, quite hit the mark it, as, it, as, as well it as had its pros and cons but yeah it didn't quite hit my full love let's yeah. just say yeah. well again griefful still out there it wasn't game pass for a while i think but it's not anymore uh so yeah go check out ross yes i'm not interested in what you've got to say so i'm gonna go no <laughs> you carry on <laughs> I well, don't. I, I've got a lot to say, but I won't. 
Dan's, uh, Dan's already touched on my game of the year for 2019, so I will jump in with everybody's favourite characters. Uh, mine was Gears of War 5. Um, play through as co-op, uh, never done a Gears of War game that have been single player, but the co-op aspect of it was fantastic. Yeah, characters maybe not quite as strong as the original trilogy. Um, Kate does get a wee bit fucking annoying. Um, I liked her. Ian's she, mean. She was not bad. Oh, but... I can't sleep. Close your eyes, then you bitch. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Harsh much? <laughs> um, now, nah, good story. Uh, obviously, waiting to see what happens, sort of with Kate's backstory and how it sort of affects her going forward in a six. Uh, the choice at the end, obviously, was quite sort of <sighs> depends how you played it. I mean, there was there was obviously an a straightforward, obvious choice. But if you've played through as the other character, then it makes that choice a wee bit more difficult. So, uh, no, beautiful-looking game. Uh, enjoyed the, the multiplayer aspect of it, the co-op side. Obviously, Horde's just synonymous with Gears and everything that comes with that. Um, the only thing I would have said was... <sighs> they, obviously, they tried to do the open-world aspect of it. Um, yeah, that that was a bit of a failure to me. Um, there was no need. I know what you mean because there was it's quite barren. It was more like oh, traveling to one area and then you're just yeah. traveling to one area for ages. You don't need that. No, I mean the, the, you could see like when you were traveling from point A to B, there was like sort of small areas that you knew you could go and like explore and maybe find like a collectible or something along those lines. But at the same time, they didn't need to throw that in. They could have just built them the actual map better. To add those collectibles in if they wanted to do it, um, yeah. Or so just I, have a linear levels with yeah, collectibles in them. There's no yeah. That's no what I mean. Like have have that's the cool. the traditional linear level. Maybe build it a bit bigger, a bit better, so that you can yeah, add okay, in yeah. the more collectibles that you need. But I, I like they tried to do something different. Can't fault them for trying to be uh, like innovative, but it didn't work. They didn't need to do open world type ideas. But even saying that was still to me quite a bit ahead of every other game that came out in 2019. Did you play the Hive Busters as well? That was the DMs yeah, the, the three-person mode sort of like uh, extraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that any good? Or I don't know how I got to play that. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a good idea. It was like a mixture of like a horde mode. We obviously like trying to get like swarmed at the same time as you're trying to escape. Um, it was, it was again, I'm trying to do something different with Gears. Um, so really... I liked I liked most of the things that they tried to do with it, but like I say, the only thing I would probably take a mark off it for was they don't need to try and make open world parts of it. Yeah, I, I did want to try the Hive Busters actually. To be fair, yeah, the, the the actual Hive Busters DLC, which was free on Game Pass when it first came out, fucking brilliant. That's exactly what I think. Did I speak about you guys? Maybe it was on, on when I spoke to the Game Site Chronicles guy uh, the other week. We talked about it, and he we were like, it's like three hours, maybe maybe four a push. But it's just like set piece after set piece after set piece. Yeah. But as Gears does it, so massive explosions and huge fucking enemies and lots of very visual like effects and, and spectacle. But it's also really great fun to play. The only thing is you don't play as obviously Marcus or Kate or uh, I mean, uh, whoever, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, really, really good. If you, if hopefully everybody redeemed it when it was free, and if not, I think it's fairly cheap. But yeah, really good, really good. I deal think I've redeemed it, so we should give it a go. One. Yeah, yeah, I'm up for playing for it again. 
I think I played it on my own. Um, and yeah, fucking, fucking brilliant. It was. I refuse to play Gears on my own. So. Then again, I played a few. I'm not sure if that's much punishment as well. I don't think I'd ever play Gears solo. To be fair. Well, as it's three player, because I, I believe the single player, or sorry, the, the main campaign is two player, and someone plays as Jack, right? Yeah, you can have Jack in there. Yeah, whereas pretty, like Gears Three was four player, which would have been fucking brilliant to get together and have a laugh playing. But, uh, yeah, now we definitely should play some high buses. I'm up for that at some point. Um, a little honourable mentions, please, sir. Um, so I'll leave. Well, leave the last one there because you can touch on that one, Jay, and I'll jump in when you say it. Uh, Borderlands Three. It's not the not the best one in the series. Two will probably never be beaten just because of Handsome Jack. But no, a really good game. Um, I've done a lot of things better than two, better than pre-sequel, better than one. Was let down by story. Uh, the characters that they obviously brought in as their big bads were terrible. Um, the end game was brilliant with so much to do once you actually completed the main story. The only issue that I had with with sort of doing the end game was you had to complete the game um, every time you wanted to get to the end game which is a bit shit they they done they basically done it so that if you wanted to get to the higher hardest difficulty in two once you complete the game you could go up the difficulty levels depending on how you wanted to do it um, they need to look at that for when they're doing Borderlands 4 have a, a more efficient way of playing just end game once you've completed the main one, even if it means that once you've completed the main game, you unlock end game mode, so your character's max level, and you can just jump in and do whatever you want to do from there. Um, but still a solid game. I've put ridiculous amount of hours into it. Um, put probably two or three playthroughs in every character. Um, just doing different types of playthroughs, whether it be like Allegiant runs or One Life's... Um, just the good thing about Borderlands games is they give you so many different types of ways to play through it. Um, not everything is dictated by just having sort of the best gun. Two kind of was. Three's not so much. Um, so there's a lot of replayability in it, which is probably why I've rocked up about thousand hours in that game. Which is one I don't think I've ever played <laughs> the the total amount of games I've played is over thousand hours. <laughs> not strictly true, but yeah, nice. Okay, so yeah, Gears Five. Fucking good choice. Borderlands, I've got nothing to say on that because I don't play it. <laughs> However, now it's time for the only correct answer. I'm very sorry that uh, that you've all disappointed me so much. And Thanks indeed this. our audience. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to give my honourable mentions first because, uh, yeah, build some suspense. Uh, Man of a Dan, which is one you alluded to, Ross. Yep. Uh, the first e- entry into the Dark Pictures series. Fucking brilliant. Just recently had an up- update for Series X and S with a new chapter, which I've yet to play. Ian, did you get to play it this week at all? I played a couple of chapters, but nothing like towards yeah, the new stuff. new stuff yet. Okay. No. Yeah, so I still need to find time. I don't think I'm going to have a chance until the end of the year, to be honest, but I'm going to give it a go at some point. Uh, Gears 5, obviously. Trine 4, I don't know if any of you guys ever played the Trine series before. They're fan- yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I think we played a little bit, did we? We did play a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're fantastic, like 2D physics-based puzzle platformers. I, I love all, all of them. Um, but four was fucking excellent. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection obviously it had its issues at launch, but it was still a solid collection of all the great Halo games and multiplayer together. Um, a, little, a game called The Occupation, which was a first person almost not quite a stealth game, but like a you had to sneak around and find clues and, and objectives in order to 
interrogate people at the end of a level. And I could spend quite a long time talking about it, but it was just really good and really uh, different approach to things. It wasn't about combat. It wasn't about trying to kill anyone. It was just almost like an investigation game. And then at the end, you get to ask questions based on what you found in whatever set time limit. Really, really interesting. Very good. That sounds uh, fucking fantastic. Have a lot it, of it. It really is. Ian, I think you'd love it. It really is. It's so good. It really, it's quite hard. I, I didn't do very well when I went through it, but it's really, very good. Um, I like it hard. Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, Metro Exodus, fantastic shooter. Uh, this one, I think, probably the best in the series so far. Uh, one quick oh. shout out for... Um, oh. well, well, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed... What's the first one? 2033, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Last Light was awesome. Last, I think Last Light is much better than Exodus. I, I think I Exodus think, was great just because it expanded like the open world. Whereas Gears 5 did a shit job of doing open world. I think Exodus did a great job. Yeah, I know what you mean, but then also without open worldness, it, there wasn't really much. It was more like just areas of open world. Like you come to go to an area, then it's open world. But then when you leave that area, it's like you can't go back to that area. Yeah, true, true. And it was it was like small contained places. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, I fucking love the Metro series, and uh, I, yeah, I'll play them all day long. Uh, one very quick shout for an alternate platform because I can't not mention it: Shenmue Three on PS4. Of course, my Pretty goodness. Up. I always said it was the only game I'd ever kickstart. If they if they kickstarted Shenmue 3, I would do it. And then they did it, and so I did it, and I got it, and it's amazing. I mean, I can understand why people would not like it, because on the face Boy. of it, it's not actually a very good game. But <laughs> for me, I thought, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I loved it from start to finish. Um, and yeah, definitely play that if you're not uh, averse to slightly wonky, slightly shit games. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> but the real answer, of course, <laughs> we're getting into it now. We've, we've off, I've waffled on for too long already, as usual. Is Resident Evil Two remake? I won't go on too long because I've talked about it far too many times on this podcast. But it's exactly how a remake should make a remake should be. Sorry, it took what was already a fantastic game on the PlayStation and just brought it into the modern day in a way that just I, I, I well I can't describe it other than. Uh, anything other than fucking perfect it kept the horror it inc- made the visuals look fucking lovely why is there no trailer playing give me more because we want you hurry up and shop about it <laughs> i was waiting to watch it so i can just enjoy it again um yeah no I, 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 like i said i love the original and the remake just took everything great about it and just made it even better it's it's tremendous uh from start to finish that's one with mr Leon, t chasing you with claire the one with mr t chasing <laughs> you um he's awesome like the way they implemented him stomping around the, the police station chasing after you and then obviously as you get further into the labs and stuff it gets crazy uh and like the a b scenario although it's not quite as good as the original because they don't quite vary as much they still because of the way they remade the game it's still it's, it's just fucking brilliant left right and center and it's scary. It looks great. It plays great. It sounds great. And again, oh, again, I've got no other words right now. It's just fucking brilliant. And they recently did a Series X Nest patch. I haven't had a chance to go back to check it out since, but I definitely am up for playing some more before Resident Evil Four remake comes out next year, uh, just so I can get back in, into the Resident Evil mindset. Uh, but I won't go on about Resident Evil too much more because obviously I was a will all night. We're going to get into some, to some community answers now. And we've got a few uh, multi-platform answers, should we say, which I'll allow because, again, why not, eh? 
They've at least and you had one, one, so you know. And I had one. So, <laughs> uh, so Risky the Kid, thank you very much, Risky the Kid. He says, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which was on the Switch. Is that right? I think. That's correct. Um, I don't know what those that acronym is for and control he says. But can anyone help me out with what acronym? HMSWJFA. I feel like I should know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Her I'm Majesty's... sorry, Risky. <laughs> I've let you down. Anyway, moving to Kaninch. Uh, he also says uh, there's only one correct answer, but however, oh, he shows the Star wrong Wars answer. Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know what HM is, though. <laughs> Hitman. And, Hitman? Oh, yeah. No, Hitman wasn't that yet. No. Um, so, Kaninch says, uh, as Jamie alluded to, there's only one correct answer. However, he's picked the wrong answer. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII remastered for PC and Xbox and Switch and everything else. Um, and they also go for Mortal Kombat 11, King- Kingdom Hearts 3, and Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy. Uh, again, on the Switch. Yeah. So, yeah, so some good games that year. I think it's going to be tough to beat this year for like like the next couple of years, of course. Uh, because Resident Evil 2 is just fucking awesome, obviously, but that's here nor there. Should we get into games we have been playing this week, though, gentlemen? Yeah! Oh, yeah. oh yes. Yeah. Right, I'm very excited to, to look at this list because I've not prepared myself. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Ian, you, you go first, please, because I'd like to understand what you've been playing in the world of Warcraft. Exactly. What have I been doing? So I don't know why I decided to go back to it. Well, actually, I do know why, because obviously the new um, expansion pack comes out next month called Dragonflight. So I kind of want to be a bit more prepared for it. So I decided, okay. to, and then let's just be subscribing, see what it's all about. Also, I like to want to actually do the raids. So like, because there's the new raid that's come out, um, we came out like a couple of like months ago. I actually want to do it before the new expansion, so I actually get to enjoy it properly, rather than just like, been over leveled and just go for it on my own or with a couple of people. So yeah, I decided to go back to it. I've also really got into PvP mode as well. Like surprisingly, I, I didn't think I mean, before. I never really touched much of it, but this time I'm actually doing more PvP than more than PVE. Okay. So yeah, I decided that, and sometimes just gearing up, getting ready for the joys of the new expansion pack. Really, that's what I kind of want. That would be my life once that new expansion comes out. Fair enough, fair enough. So, now, how long do you reckon that? Expansion will last you a couple of weeks, a month or two. No. Um, well, no. <laughs> yeah. probably get to max level and that's it. Then done, <laughs> and then unsubscribe. <laughs> no. Um, again, I'll probably will still probably play a couple of months. I want to, obviously, I like getting to max level and seeing what the story is. They've, they've new expansion as well. Obviously, I've got a new race and a new class, which is Voco. I want to say, um, but again, yeah, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll do it. I think I'll stick with my beautiful human mage called Lavitz and he will always be my bae and I'll never change nice. I swear. <laughs> so yeah, I've been just playing on plodding on that, I like it's one of those things where I thought, oh I need to play stuff, I need to play an Xbox game I need to do something else, I'm like, oh, but World of Warcraft is there, it's like <laughs> I went to write, like, went to write a review, it's like oh, but World of Warcraft's on this PC as well let's do, let's do, let's do soon it could be an Xbox game <laughs> let's, do, let's do an hour, then I'll do something else and next thing I know it's like four hours later, I'm like, oh Better go to bed. <laughs> so nice. it's, well, one of, it's again, one of those games that can always we, we could, me in. We could find it in perhaps in Game Pass or PC at some point in the near future. You never oh, know. That would be beautiful. Oh. Some achievements. Um, well, they got in, they got built in achievements already, but I'll take more. Achievos get free DLC, including Game Pass. Get perks or 
Just imagine, eh? Just imagine. Cosmetics, all of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the grinding. That's... Yeah, that's that's one thing I did for that. Oh, I've got to grind for this item now. But, then it's like, oh. but I think I just kind of enjoy the grind a bit because obviously it's all new for me again now. So I'm actually kind of enjoying like learning all the new grinding mechanics and stuff and wasting my gold. But then I go about, I'll go over 500,000 gold. So I can survive for a while. All right, rich kid. Right. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Thank you very much, um, Daniel. Let's go to you next, please, because I want to hear about a game you finished first. What? Oh, of... oh, oh, back up. Did you see Dan <laughs> came I first? I thought Sorry. I'd look at your attention every time he does. I... <laughs> oh, psh, like, um... Come on. Um, I finished as dusk. Dusk's fall. No, as dusk falls. So you finished uh, it, you just uh, don't know the name of it. Yeah, t- <laughs> sorted. Excellent Top job, um, Dan. Right, so I had finished it. I finished it last night. Um, I was surprised at the ending oh, quick, I Dan, got. When did you start it? That is Six not the ago. point. That is not the point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so finished it. I was very surprised at the ending I got. Um, looking through, I've mentioned this before, as you go through, and as you well know, Jay, as you're going through kind of the, um, your choices, and then at the end of the chapter, it gives you like the path tree. I am absolutely amazed at how many choices and how, how, you know, your, your tree could take you from one way to the other. Um, yeah. I, I might as well say my it's ending because I don't think it matters too much. So I got um, all the way through and my grandfather died. My mother died. Um, I went to meet one of my kidnappers. Um, yeah, just the, the whole thing blows my mind. I'd like to play it again. Probably take me another six months. But <laughs> just, to, just to see... If like, I'm not shit. Well, not if I'm not shit, but just to see the, the kind of the other choices that pop up and see what happens because there are some like major pivot points of like you can get your wife shot and killed, you can save your daughter, you can save your wife, you can, you know, get your wife to leave uh, when you're getting kidnapped. That, that there's so many like little bits that you're like, oh, if I would have picked that, would she have stayed alive or what would have happened to my daughter if she stayed in the room and I didn't send her out to the sheriff? It's yeah, the, just the, the, the amount the, of choice. The, the crazy, like you said, like what you just explained there, none of that happened in my game. And what Graham said, what Ian said, what special guest Peter said, have all mm. been completely different, as well as knowing oh, wow. that, like when I looked at the, the tree, like you said, I can, I can sort of see where their outcome and your outcome and that might come in. Yeah, but there's still like a dozen other options. Where like, well, how do you get to there? How do you do this? Yeah, what happened? And if, some of them are like, blanked out as well, yeah. aren't they? So if you don't potentially enact one, if you don't do act uh, outcome whichever, you you won't. Um, oh, whose computer went nuts there? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It's not just per chapter. Is it? it's it's from chapter one to two to three to four to five to six. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. How that um, how that happens? So um, yeah, I, I, I'm really impressed. I wasn't keen on the the way the game looks, um, kind of visually, 
it grew on me as I kept on playing. But as the story is just by far brilliant. It's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, I found it captivated me from start to finish. A lot of people, obviously, I did my review of 10 out of 10 on, as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe you give it 10 out of 10. It's not like, but I, I think it, I utterly enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, I'm going to read out <laughs> the comments. Sorry. Man of a Plan says he's, he's super proud of you, Dan, that you finally finished the game. Oh, mm. thank you. <laughs> um, I will. Uh... So, so did you um I will take that we all are proud we are proud <laughs> you've done well daniel you you've made all of us proud um so <laughs> do you think you're as uh, you said you want to play through it again are you looking to try and save anyone in particular without spoiling it, obviously or are you just going to play it and just try and try different options to see what happens try different options i would like to see um because obviously there must be like a, a bare bones storyline from A to B of what happens. Yeah. And I'd like to see if that person was meant to, if that story follows that person all the way through. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's tricky um, to talk about that spoiling it because yeah, I know you, you can say so many like details. Like, well, if I say this, then they're yeah. going to know that this happened to this person. Well, d- Yeah, precisely. And I'm, I, I want to keep it as, spoiler free as humanly possible but in the same respect it's like you need to oh, i don't know it just you have to play it like forget the art style uh, you can play it on cloud as well which i f- personally think is a better experience and with touch controls with t- yeah it, it's so, so, so you can better. literally just touch the options rather than oh, not like touch, it's not touch yeah. like controls like a control pad it's literally is you can touch the options you, you want to pick which is, is good i think the first one to do it as well Oh, yeah, nice. I didn't um, that. But also, it makes some of it a little bit easier. So, like the swipes and the the turn on the jo- when you do it on the console with the controller, you can miss time the, mm. you know, because you've got three hundred and sixty degree kind of turns. You can mess that up on the phone. It's so much easier. So much easier. But yeah, fucking great game. Like I said, in my running for GOTY of twenty twenty two, which we'll get to later in the year, obviously. So Dan, um, did you play with touch on on the actual console? Um, I did both. I played with touch and on console, so I kind of flitted between the two. So when I okay. went to visit my mum, I'd play it on my phone. Um, when I had time, I would try and play it on my phone. Um, and then last night, it was a case of, do you know what? I need to kind of push through and complete a game, and I did. Nice. Well done, sir. Well done. Well done. I'll give you a little golf clap for you. you. I'm so so pro, though. (laughs) (laughs) My adoring fans. Uh, Well, speaking of uh, of other games you've been playing, though, Daniel, what else is on the docket? So I played a little game and reviewed uh, Serial Cleaners, a a prequel? No, a a follow-on from Serial Cleaners. Um, So uh, it's an isometric view. Essentially, you are... Uh, a cleaner and when I say cleaner you work for the mob so you are the uh, essentially the fixer in most places you clean up their hits Um, yes it's like a vacuum cleaner and stuff it's so funny yeah so oh yeah I did the first one I absolutely loved it I didn't realize yeah um, so the fact this has come up uh, come up this is not from the same guys who did the first one Um, the graphics are, are better in my opinion it was 2D, the the original one, wasn't it? Yeah, I've got it on my Switch ready to play some more when we go on holiday soon. 
Yeah, um, mm. but it's comical. You've got four characters or four cleaners, and they reminisce about their best clean, their quickest clean, the, their first clean. Um, and you're essentially, it's kind of like an element of, I hate to say the word, stealth, but it's essentially not. You're evading the police, cleaning the blood you're disposing of the body in the back of your car hiding evidence some evidence you can carry on you other evidence for instance a shotgun you takes both of your hands so you need to dispose of that weapon before you can dispose of a body um each specific character has a certain trait one can climb walls or climb over fences another one which is superb his name's psycho you literally chainsaw the body and then after you chainsaw the body, you dispose of it into a wood chipper. Brilliant. Oh, However, it makes more blood, so you'll clean up that blood. Um, yeah, I, I, I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. The, the humor's good. Um, the art style's cool. It's got that uh, kind of 90s New York theme vibe, which it's set in. Um, it's just cool, you know. I, there's not much more I can say about it. Um, a bit frustrating when you have to watch how the police officers um, kind of do their circuit or their laps. That can be frustrating, but then you can set off a car alarm, which will then take him out of his normal circular pattern. Um, yeah, just it's worth a play. It definitely is worth a play. Yeah, it looks decent. It looks more interesting than the first one, I think. Uh, I sort of bounced off it originally when I played it. I'm, I'm going to play it again, but this, I think this would... Uh float my boat that bit much more i think yeah would you, I'd, i hate to say it, it's probably a switch game more than it is a game on the xbox it it has that kind of switch vibe um yeah. but yeah it's it is funny it's definitely worth a play yeah so and your the review, review is will be up shortly i believe oh, shortly um, today or shortly the, tomorrow in, uh, not today in the next couple of days i think um okay. We've got a few other things lined up. But yeah, no, thank you very much for that. Look out for Daniel's full thoughts and verdict um, in the next couple of days on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official and Xbox Tavern.com. Yay. Nice. All mm. right, Graham, Ross. I was trying to put it off, but let's do it, shall we? May as well just rip the bandit off. Get it all and right. done with it. It'll be Graham, quick. I, I understand you at least have a bit of a story. So tell me all about your time this week with FIFA 23, please. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a... Um, almost a horror story, but thanks to it. a little bit of my background, I was somewhat protected. But as of Monday, I think it was, or Monday or Tuesday, my actual account got hacked for um, FIFA 23. Um, it seems I left my EA account probably wait a bit too exposed because I didn't have multi-factor authentication on it. But yeah, woke up to an email to say that someone from Tunisia managed to log into my account sort of in the early hours in the morning I thought that was kind of strange and somehow they managed to authenticate themselves and then when I opened up the app to log in I found out that all my team had well, about 90% of my team had been sold off and all the money had been emptied out of my account and so yeah that was a bit of a, a blow and so went on a bit of a mission of panic of how did they get in passwords exposed changed a lot of passwords etc turn on the multi-factor authentication to prevent anything like that at first place a rookie mistake but if you don't i'd advise doing that to your ea account anyway just to make sure you don't get hacked that way but um yeah for Did you get your stuff a positive back? outcome 
I didn't get my stuff back, but um, EA for the first time actually came through. I sort of um, I spoke to an EA agent on the call. I sort of mentioned him on Twitter, and they told me to sort of try the link, and it took me to a place where I could call an agent. And um, yeah, they kind of went through and just sort of told asked what kind of happened. I went through this scenario, and uh, basically they started saying, you know, did you have any coins? How much did you lose? And I said I lost kind of players. They didn't quick sell them. They kind of flat out kind of sold them, so I couldn't like get use quick sell recovery to get them back. And um, basically, oh, unfortunately, the guy tried to get me to reel off the name by name. And so <laughs> reeling off, um, so I said like Harry Kane. It sounded so weird saying, "Yeah, I lost him. I lost Hugo <laughs> Lloris. I lost um, Almeric Laporte." And he's like, "Can you spell that?" I was like, "Oh God, that guy's name's weird." Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> so. <laughs> Had to sort of right there, and then I was like, um, and you said he quick sold a lot of them. I was like, yeah, a lot of players. Can you tell me some of their names? I was like, oh, Ivan Perisic. Can you spell that? I was like, okay. oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she was just basically saying that. Yeah, I had the whole Tottenham team. Can you just reimburse me for them? So what did they do in the end? So I basically I just said I, you know, I took a video of all the players that were in my quick sell thing. There's so many, I I can't reel them all off. Um, he said, um, if you're happy to sort of sign an agreement that. You know, or agree over the phone that they, they can investigate the account and they'll see what they can do. They sort of um, put 200,000 coins in my account, which was plenty to sort of rebuy the players I lost. Oh, nice. And yeah, so brought me back into a good stead anyway. It, yeah, it sort of it was kind of deflating for a while, but that kind of brought me back into a level playing field of. Everyone else was, was it's almost like starting from square one again. But learn, take a lesson from this, kids two factor, three factor, whatever it might be. Protect yeah. your account. Three multi factor yeah. authentication. Oh, multi-factor. Multi-factor. Very important. So, two factor is just, yeah, as you sign in, you have to authenticate. Yeah, everything should have yeah. multi factor these days. Just make sure you do it. But Unfortunate, but luckily there was a relatively happy ending at the end of it. And we all have a good, good happy job ending. as well. How about the actual game Just then? Let's say that. <laughs> yeah. So it's good because otherwise it would have killed my kind of enthusiasm for the game, but it hasn't. And yeah, I've been doing pretty well since. I've been rinsing a lot of the objectives and smashing people on the game and doing pretty well. Still enjoying it and. Yeah, the vibe feels like it's changed a little bit again. Sort of where crosses were super powerful before. It seems that either people just wisened up onto it, but they seem to have stopped as much. And yeah, I think the game's starting to sort of settle into its mold a bit more. And it's, yeah, still all good. I still need to experience some of the other areas other than kind of Ultimate Team. But as with always, each year, sort of FIFA does occupy a lot of my time when it first comes out because it's just good fun. But nice. And have you, yeah. you and Ross and that been like playing together or playing against <laughs> each other or anything? Not yet. Um, we we've sort of set up a well, Ross set up a pro club which we've joined. We haven't had our first game yet, but uh, me and Dan had a little quick dabble yesterday trying to help each other get objectives, oh, which was entertaining. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, you're supposed to move the goalie out of the way so the other one can score certain types of goals to help sort of cheese the objectives. And um... Does Dad not know how to move the goalie? Nope. I, I did tell him how to do it. And Hold he, the right yeah. stick in, Dan. 
I d- right, so I did that, tried to move them out of the way, essentially. Um, move them right I, in the rear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Graham helped me out really quickly. We've done that in about two and a half seconds. <laughs> when it was on the other way around, unfortunately. Video was later. Yeah, but we almost played a whole match. Um, yeah, uh, my bad. <laughs> All you had to do is literally score a goal and he kept sort of tackling my goalie and either kicking it straight into the net or you missed the open goal. Oh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was one as well. Jesus. I am not worth... Don't do objectives with me. If you're trying to cheese, <laughs> I am not the person at all. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, FIFA. It, was, it was good. But um, there's going to come to a time where we will sort of play a game together like that. And yeah. Yeah. well, we still got our of our uh, three on two at some point. Me and Ian against yeah, you. Oh yeah, definitely. Not this week. Down. When I'm back from holiday. Statistically, two people. Statistically, yes. I mean, that didn't work out for us last time, and I don't think no. it's going to work out for us this time. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, so other than FIFA, obviously, what else have you been playing in Graham? So I picked up, um, I was on an iron about whether to pick it up and I plumped for it. I took the um, the game uh, Pathfinder from the queue list. Uh, this is the sequel to the one I reviewed before. Uh, it's called Pathfinder Wrath of the Right. Yeah, it's just as good as the first one. Um, it's not a series kind of game. I think it's still original kind of them. Um, Xbox One game, but I mean the graphics still look pretty decent. the The story is just, yeah, it's mind blowing. The, the amount of kind of lore and stuff that's kind of in this sort of mm-hmm. you probably really do have to be sort of deep into the pathfinder to understand all of it. And um, you can understand enough of it jumping in, but I mean it's one of those where the character creation can almost take you the whole day before you even play the game. There's so many options that you can go from hybrid races but backgrounds and then even when you picked what bloody species or gender or thing you want to be there's classes and there's tons of classes there's literally like 20 odd classes and then once you pick your classes there's a variety of different skills you can pick and it just goes crazy but i mean the fact is it's just options you can either just sort of go your way through it and just try and pick some sort of blunt force a tank attack here or, or a mage or some sort of rogue or you can you can see the the main kind of basic ones or you can sort of go for sort of the more trickier kind of setups um but you always have like a party of a maximum of kind of six that you roll with and they chop and change some depending on them the difficulty you can turn it on if they die or not and so if they die you just have to find yourself a new kind of partner or pay a certain uh, vendor to sort of hire new partners but i mean yeah they and just the story in this is just yeah immense it's so deep if you really want to sort of jump into a sort of a hardcore kind of rpg kind of game this is kind of taken up the mantle of where sort of Baldur's Gate and those kind of games had is the same sort of isometric style same sort of gameplay and you can either play it as turn-based or you can play it real time so and you can sort of turn the difficulty way down if like the whole dice rolling is how you hit how you strike and so if play like you can have so like a whole hot bar like you've got on a PC that you can do different actions, you can only perform certain spells so many times a day before you rest. It's just very, very, very deep. So if this is your kind of game, you're into your sort of Dungeons and Dragons, you want to play it legit how they play it, you can really sort of dial like 
like zoom in and do it a real focus kind of way otherwise you can just sort of if you're just a tiny bit more casual you can sort of take it a bit easier and just play through for the story and mix up your characters every now and then and just enjoy it like you would those kind of games which I, I like to do and they generally are massive there's so much kind of content to them and like I said the story is always pretty decent when it comes to these kind of games so, so not one to so jump in too lightly no it's one way if you you don't sort of play it consistently in and out through the thing you can eat very very easily lose the thread yeah but if you're in it and you're deep in it then there's nothing you like you will enjoy it if you kind of sort of immerse yourself into it nice so we'll look forward to your opinions very shortly on uh xbox.com i hope yes um, Ross, I'm going to jump in very quickly because I, you've got a couple of games I want to hear about, but I want to uh, just get this out of the way while I'm still half awake. It's been a long day. I'm very sorry. Um, so I've been playing No More Heroes 3 this week. And my goodness, is it fucking brilliant. I love it. It's, has anyone else ever played sure? No More Heroes before? Uh, no, not properly. No. Good, a resounding success. <laughs> um, so this is it, you basically play as Travis Touchdown, who's an assassin who is obsessed with like Japanese anime and gaming and all sorts of Japanese culture stuff. And it's incredibly weird. It's it's almost like um oh what's the fucking program I'm thinking of? I can't think of the name now. But the story is interesting, but bizarre at the same time like if it's like a traditional anime i guess like it doesn't really make much sense in in the moment but it all sort of ties together at the end uh but the actual gameplay is is like a hack and slash type game where you're thrust into little uh, arenas where you battle three or four enemies at once and then you move on to another arena and it's just hectic action that is not necessarily hard but it's like full-on like you don't really have much of a chance to stop and take a breath or uh take, you know chill out for a moment it's just like once you're fighting you're fighting that's it um and as you can see from the trailer if you're watching the scenarios you're thrust into are, are just ever fucking madder like you start off and you're fighting maybe three or four like robots or something and then once you get onto later game you're fighting a massive space alien in space with a giant fucking uh, uh what's the fucking gundam robot type thing uh, and it's just insane and it's it's such good fun it's, it doesn't take itself seriously at all it's all tongue-in-cheek nonsense where they're talking about fucking um like anime films or like i said games or, or tv or, or all sorts of shit and then it will be interspersed with him chopping the head off someone and like holding it up and having a conversation with it or something it, it's really really weird but I, I love it i think it's fucking brilliant i really love the first two games and this is the first time it's come to xbox uh, and it's out, I think, in a couple of days as as of recording. If you enjoy just mad shit, in, as well as good combat, highly recommend it. It's got it's got great. It uses wrestling moves as well. So when you <laughs> stun, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you stun <laughs> someone, you can perform wrestling move on them, uh, or you can uh, perform like a slow attack, uh, a, a slow down time. Sorry, or a drop kick, or uh, throw them with like telekinesis or it's just it's just mental absolutely mental it's nowhere near as hard as some like souls games or some shit like that but oh, it's, it's just brilliant i can't 
ex- exude its uh, benefits enough. I love it. I think it's brilliant. And if you're up for something that's just that's just mad, and it only took about twelve hours to get through, uh, and but uh, yes, fucking, it's just tremendous from start to finish. The only thing I'm not a big fan of is the side mission. So the whole whole idea is, as I said, you're Travis. He's an assassin. He's trying to work his way up assassination rankings as the top ten. So you have to kill the ten assassins in order to become number one. But in order to enter those fights, you have to earn money which involves doing like odd jobs like gardening or collecting rubbish or fucking mining for ore or something. And, and those parts are not quite so fun because they're very repetitive and monotonous, but it's worth doing them so that you can then get into the actual fights themselves, which are just insane. And I love it. And I think it's fucking brilliant. And I think everybody should play it. And my review will be up tomorrow. I think I'm going to put it up. So yeah, go check it out. Thank you very much. Other than that, I've not had any time to play anything at all because that's all I've been playing. So, Ross, tell me, video games. So, bit of FIFA, um, same as Grey, Ultimate Team Grind, um, setting up the new pro club for the Xbox Tavern, so that is now live, where lovely green, white and black strips, which... Is that something that anybody can join, or do you have yep. to be invited? <clears throat> so, you can set it up as friends only, but uh, the team's currently set up as open invitations, so you just have to go on a um pro clubs once you've created your pro it'll give you the option of like uh, create a club or join a club um jump on to join a club xbox tavern <clears throat> and then that will get you into the team um it's not the only i think the only limitations that i've put on it is basically being from like uk um and that sort of northern uh, europe type idea um just for like time zones and stuff like that so um but no, that says we've got a pro club set up for that, so that'll be, I'm sure, some hilarious moments coming from that. And as same as Grey jumping in with the the ultimate team grind, uh, rivals, squad battles, moments. Um, yeah, I can see this being a, a slippery slope this year. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm very excited to join your pro clubs. <laughs> play some football however well well else there's one particular game on your list I've, i'm very excited to hear you talk about um so we'll go for the one that dan has got me dragged into so, so side story as to how we got on to this is dan was lecturing me for not doing my um mix off reward points and how easy free to... money i know and i have money. i have seen the error of my ways and i've now got a nice dedicated 15 minute time window when I get up in the morning to load Fortnite up and then just sit and play it for five minutes to get 100 points um, so one of the the quests for one of the weekly tasks was travel 500 metres in the delightful little game that is inside so thought I'll load it up I'll do my 500 metres, I can't imagine that takes particularly long to travel 500 metres in a game and I done my 500 meters, and 35, 40 minutes later, I was still running in a straight line. I was like, "Oh, shit! This this game has sort of taken me by storm." Um, beautiful game. Really like the art style of it. Um, love the. Could you call it stealthy elements? Kinda. You got to sneak kind between. Of, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. No, just a brilliant game. Um, really fucked up. Um, really, wait, really fucked up. <laughs> um, I mean, some of the like the death sequences are 
fucking brutal. Um, there was one part I was getting chased by a pack of dogs. Uh, slowed down because there was a jump coming up, thinking I didn't couldn't make the jump. Um, slowing down was a mistake and was quite promptly ripped to shreds <laughs> by this pack of dogs. I was like, oh, shit, this game took a turn for the worse. Um, the first time I got caught, it was like tranquilizer darts getting shot in me. I was like, oh, I can see the non-pacifist pacifist type idea, just trying to like round people up. And then the second time I got caught, I was shot about eight times very promptly by a very large rifle and blood was squirting everywhere. I was like, oh, this, uh, this game took a bit of a turn for the dark. So can I ask a quick question before you carry on? Is this yes. the first time you played this? Yes. Uh, and, I had all... and how far are you? Have you finished it yet? I've not finished it. I can't think of a, a good way to describe it. Basically, I'm in a warehouse and I've got a, a group of people and when I run past the group of people, a dog starts chasing you at back part of the map and comes around and tries to catch you. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm at that part and I'm trying to work out how you get past the dog because it doesn't matter how fast I climb up the ledge to get to the jump, the dog catches me. Um, but no, I, I, like I said, I had only planned to literally load it up run 500 meters, turn it back off, get my 25 Microsoft reward points or whatever it was. Um, and yeah, so far it's grabbed me and I can't seem to put it down whenever I've got a spare like five, 10 minutes to jump in a game. Definitely keep playing those. Yeah, especially for the fact that it's like, it's on the cloud as well. So controller, iPad, away I go. So easy. And you, yeah. when you die, you're literally almost straight back. You yeah, know, pretty much you. exactly. Yeah, you don't go way back. There's maybe like a, a certain part, like if you've lifted a gate or you've broken down a door, you go back to that. Oh, but the, the, the checkpoint system is yeah. The stages, like the stages between the checkpoints, are mm. like perfect size that you still have to do a wee bit to get back to where you were. But it's not like oh fuck, no, I've got ten minutes. I need to get work back to where I was. Yeah, I think um, as I said, as I said last week, it's like it's almost like an expertly, perfectly crafted, like two D puzzle platformer type thing like there's no there's no wasted spaces there's not like no. you're running for ages like oh i'm not doing anything you're always doing something and you're always progressing and, and there's always something die, like, going on in just... the background as well which yeah. is quite cool yeah and it's it's just it's fucking brilliant i could see why a lot of people gave it their game of the year of 2016 was it um yeah fucking absolutely tremendous yeah, game. 2016 and the other game is a game i've picked up to review i, I can talk about it because it's fourth was when it was to stop uh, getting played but you can read that by the, the by the end of 2023 no 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 i've already started getting a uh, clips from it. um oh. so it is it's based on the paddy dakar race it's a uh, dakar um desert rally holy shit this game is nothing like what i first expected um had i watched all of the trailer i might have been a wee bit more enlightened by what it was but i just thought the graphics of it the different terrains the all the different vehicles the game to look at is stunning it's right up there with forza in regards to graphics um it's a beautiful game the landscapes that you go through is amazing but the flip side of the forza comparison is do not play this game if you are a forza horizon main the the steering, the braking, the navigation, everything about it is you really need to be switched on when you're playing this. Um, there's three different modes, that, or there's three different uh, difficulties you can play through, which is sport, which is 
your traditional type of racer, eight play, eight cars start on the start line, A to B, there's checkpoints, get there as fast as you can, game over. There is professional, which is you have no waypoint, so you have to traverse the map using your co-pilot who will shout out instructions to you. There's a sport professional in simulation. Um, you've got like a little chart at the bottom right-hand side of your uh, screen. And basically that tells you like you're heading. So you've got a compass at the top. You need to sort of point the car in that direction, drive, get the notification saying that you've hit the waypoint. The next waypoint will then come up. You need to then navigate to head to the next one. It is incredibly difficult to begin with. Uh, there is a steep learning curve if you want to jump in and play the professional. And I've not even touched the simulation yet because holy shit, that feels like a controller for a screen. Um, <laughs> but beautiful looking game, really fun to play. Um, the landscapes are fantastic. Driving around in a big off-road truck, um, not just your standard sort of 4x4 Jeep, but a full-blown truck is fantastic. Um, the day, sorry, not day, there's a day-to-night cycle in it as well, so if you go through a long enough area, you will go um, through it is to change the weather system is fantastic um and again unlike unlike horizon i would say the proper forza does it well but once the weather starts changing it affects your gameplay so cars will take longer to break it's harder to turn um the sand once it becomes wet feels heavier um it's it's a brilliant game and this is why i was saying earlier obviously if we're saying about the quality control for saber doing cyberpunk and they've made a pig zero that, and then they produce a game like this, which is unbelievable so far. It's, is it more of a simulation, like you're saying, or yeah, not like an there's arcade? Not a lot of, there's not a lot of arcade to it. Um, like I say, if you play it on the sport mode, it's a very traditional racer. Um, you start at a start line, there's eight, nine cars, however many cars there is, and you're basically going through the waypoints to get to the end of the, the level. Um, so there is that's a bit arcadey, but it's it's a very very sim heavy game, I would say. Oh, so it looks. I'm watching the trailer. You've been talking, and I mean, I'm not a racing fan in the slightest, but it looks more interesting than some other things. Just like you said, because of the challenge, like yeah, yeah, interesting. So yeah, I mean, so the, obviously. Go There's on, loads of depth you can go in it. Like you, you can pick up um, with the Parry Dakar because it is a, a continuous race, day in, day out. Your car through the race will pick up damage, and then it's like there's a strategic element of it as in so this car's got X amount of damage and it'll affect the performance of the car X amount. Is it worth fixing the car but then giving yourself time penalties because you've had to do repairs? Or is the damage not going to affect your car that much? So therefore, you can get away with building a bigger lead, doing another day's racing. Yeah. So they've got that sort of sim, not management type idea, but you still have to be careful in regards to what you're doing race to race. Something, uh, something a bit different, and we look forward to your review on XboxTavern.com in the next week. X amount of time. <laughs> week. <laughs> week. <laughs> Week. Uh, well, when did I ask for it, Jay? Thursday, Friday. Some of that, yeah, some of that. You'll have it by so, Friday. But before I go on holiday, it'd be nice. Um, <laughs> anyway, which holiday? Of, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you never speaking, specified. Speaking of reviews, uh, you can head over to xboxdam.com and you can find several reviews. 
by some people's, including Bubba's review of a cane. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, like a top-down 2D uh, action game, which looks pretty funny given eight flat eight. Said it's really good. And Jake reviewed Time on Frog Island, which he gave a five point four. Not quite what he's expecting. A bit more laid back and uh, simple than perhaps he was hoping for. But you can go read them now. There'll be plenty of more reviews, including like I said, my No More Heroes review, as well as Ian's review of Session and Dan's review of uh, what we talk about earlier on. Serial cleaners. Serial cleaners, thank you, uh, on the site this week, as well as a few more ones that we've got lined up, so you can go check them out. However, let's talk about Game Pass, shall we? And Ross, yes, yes. Tell me, things have come to Game Pass, and things are coming to Game Pass. Yes. Tell me what so, they are. Uh, first one we will go for this week is I'm going to butcher his name, but I think it is actually I'm overthinking it. Is it Evil? That's it, Evil, and which is also our Project Game Pass for the month. So this one there is coming to console and PC on October 11th, and that is available day one to Game Pass. So it's coming directly in first time. I am trying to get my list up because I've put it onto a different screen because I was trying to be fancy because Daniel likes his fanciness. The other one that we've got is, oh, everything's disappeared. What has Dan just done? I've only got rid of the day, day and date stuff. Oh, right. I was going to say that. My Don't screen worry. changed. I was like, oh, crap. Uh, next one we've got is Dyson Sphere program, which looks pretty, just by the sort of uh, artwork that was seen and some of the still shots, uh, it kind of up my streaks. It looks almost like a Civ Age of Empires type game. Um, so that's coming to PC on October the 13th. The big one for the month, I think, is coming up, Scorn, which is probably one of the freakiest and weirdest looking games I think I've ever seen. It's, this is the one where you like... It's got use, some pro- proper horror to it. Yeah, you use other parts of the enemy's anatomy to basically get yourself through the flesh-covered levels. And that's coming to Cloud, PC and Xbox Series X and S on October 14th. And then, last but not least, the one that I think Jay will probably be most looking forward to, um, Playtale Requiem, coming Cloud, PC, and Xbox Series X and S on October 18th. Yes, very much looking forward to. Cool. So, Ian, things that you uh, leave in Game Pass, please. I know. Sad times. Sad, sad times. But, unfortunately, we have a couple of games leaving us. Um, and that is Blood Roots, Echo Generation, Into the Pit, Ring of Pain, Sable, and Game of the Year, The Good Life. <laughs> Fucking Game of the Year, my ass. Graham, let's move on quickly, shall we? Games of Gold. Tell yes. me. Yes. We have uh, Windbound from October the 1st to the 31st. We have Double Kick Heroes, which is on there until October the 15th. And then we have Bomber Crew coming in from October the 16th to November the 15th. Nice. Thank you very much. So if you've got Game Pass, you've got some good games. You've got Games of Gold, you've got some good games. And let's uh, all play games and be nice to each other, shall we? Let's do it. That'd that. be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, however, that is uh, the end of the show, as far as I'm concerned. Let's do this, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> hmm. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Thank you very much for listening. If you, it's been a pleasure to entertain you once again with our wonderful podcast, which we record every night, every weekend at Sunday, 8 p.m. Yes. On youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official. You can find the reviews that I talked about earlier on on Xbox Tavern.com. And for me, I've been at, at Enexan and I've been joined by Graham. At Graham Reaper. Daniel. At Chocolate 80. Ross. At Scottish Goff. And Ian. At Nutty Ray. Thank you very much, and we shall see you next week. He's back, baby! Jamie, he's Uh, back! Let me in! Let me in!